0: That's right, you are now listening to Tommy Tom's One Mic. Warning, this podcast contains explicit language, triggering or sensitive topics, and controversial discussions. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tommy Tom's One Mic. I'm Dr. Jekyll and Mr. High. Flip personality, you know it's I. You never seen my kind, never seen a flip liver sliver or a slice. I'm the butcher choice, nuts, know I'm nice. You got beef? I got waggle with a knife. Now I'm gonna be wrapping up bodies up at night. Like Ray Charles, y'all yeah, know I'm not a sight. Now I'm gon' be slaying this, cause you know I love the life. Yo, you gotta read between the lines. I'm only gon' be moving when I'm read through all the signs. Johnny mnemonic, I got an upgrade in mind. This is for the rebels and the revolutionary minds. Tabonetic linguistics, you know I'm on my mind. Prototype the new dimension, man. I shit is mine. is creation and creation is sublime. Make your own legend only happens with time. Yeah, you know,
1: after many trials and failure. Yeah, oh my
0: God.
1: <laughs> it only took a month to get you on. Oh my uh, God, it's so okay.
2: bad. Like, <laughs> I really appreciate you kept trying.
1: Oh no, it's no problem. I mean, <laughs> not a big name. When I get that blue check mark next to my name at some point, then I might have to big time you. All right, that's, that's cool. cool. But uh, let me introduce the mic. Hey everybody, it's Tommy. Tom, and uh this is Tommy Tom, and of course... A, Tom Tom and one Mike I am here with my good friend guitarist for Static in the Attic and the Sarah Holspan, Mr. Jesse Maurer how you doing Jesse I'm doing very well uh, how are you doing I'm good man you know the long time no see uh, it's the last LL showcase uh That's right that I put on during uh, the pandemic I believe it was the fourth show during the summer I think that was the first one that I really got the taste of having to do like the social distance indoor thing because the other yeah. ones were all outside. So it wasn't like too much. Inside's a completely different animal, which I'm sure you've been learning in the course of uh your performances and all of that.
2: Yeah, man, it's totally different because you know, there are people that don't want to you know, abide by that stuff and you have to worry, you have to worry about every move you make kind of, and like, ah, I don't know. It could be really stressful. I can imagine it was
1: stressful for you on the indoor one. Oh, yeah. I mean, ah, like, uh, as they say, comedy is kind of outlawed in New York. Like, I made the joke in, uh, my, uh, oblivious racism specialist, like, you know, uh, when they put the bands on for everything, they had like, they had stand-up comedy next to strip clubs and all that. <laughs> like what? Like when Cuomo was explaining what he was banning in New York and all that. And oh, no. <laughs> as, uh, as my friend, uh, Seb uh, put it brilliantly, he was like, yo, I have never had to go to my girl and explain why I have glitter on my face from going to a comedy show like it's (laughs) different things like hey why do you smell like that not because of comedy (laughs) yeah you know there's a different whole different show and all that but it's just like and it's it's crazy to me because i believe comedy shows usually are the most you can control those a lot better than you can other shows and all that you know, uh, as a musician. I'm sure it's tough to keep people like like in New York, there's like there's no dancing, you have to stay seated and all that. It's like that's tougher musicians. That's like a comic's dream. It's like, all right, yeah, you guys gotta sit there and fucking listen to me. You can't really do anything and all that. Oh man, it's hard. You can't keep
2: you can't keep anybody from doing something they want to, like, you know, like and you kinda of bear the responsibility, I guess, if if you're the musician, I don't know. Do you
1: like? I mean, technically, it's like the promoter, but you like it. It handcuffs you. I feel as a musician because, like, your thing, you know, is really to get people hyped up and like you want you want the movement. You want people to be interacting and all that when you're nothing like, better.
2: Yeah, like the opposite is what you have to do now. You know, like so when somebody's coming like getting down getting jiggy with it and you have to be like no you can't do that it's like what
1: <laughs> like I don't think people understand I think they know but I don't think they really understand unless you're like in entertainment doing the entertainment thing of how different the things are with the pandemic and all that shit and all that when it's like yeah I just want to perform that's that's it yeah Yep like I want to
2: I want to get my stuff out there. I want to share that energy with people. You know, like all this stuff I've been working on like any artist, you know. Uh and it's it's weird, yeah, for everybody to to kind of have to rein that in and flip it upside down or whatever, you know.
1: I mean, uh you guys definitely Ross uh the last show uh who was that one old guy who definitely wasn't following rules. <laughs> always by the stage or something. I was I was counting on it at some point. The funny thing about that, you were there for the first show I did uh uh back in June, I think, uh with back from the COVID thing and all that. Right. And there was that old guy that wanted to fight me because I stopped him from entering because he wasn't gonna wear a mask. That's right. He was there at the show. Watching the whole thing, and then the two of them were buddy buddy outside and all that. So I guess they were all friends and all that. That was uh, uh, the local scene. Who I love. He like hopped the fence, right? Huh? He like hopped yeah. over the fence. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, hey, always got to be ready for for the crazy stuff. No, oh, I'm always prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with this other thing. It's like I let other people set up everything. I can be a booker. I can do that. I'll handle finances and shit like that. I just, ugh, I don't like. It's like it's way more stress than it was worth. Uh, and with the pandemic, I'm like, I'm hemorrhaging money it right now at this. Uh, I hear that. Yeah. Man, man. It's <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh
2: man. Trying to figure out what to do. It's like, well, being a musician doesn't work. I guess I could not get a job anywhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It doesn't work for the skill set. I mean, I I definitely, like I was telling you before, I was definitely considering just going all in 100%. And then a pandemic hit. And it's like, well, I was going to quit my day job by summertime and just go full on producing shows and finding other venues yeah. and all that but uh you know that changed that's how i feel too man
2: like we were um static was hoping to go on tour you know this was gonna be our like the summer to you know do the release and and try and hit the road and see how we work as a band on the road and it's like well Boom! That's gone. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, I can't believe it's already like it was March when they started shutting shit down in
1: yeah. Pennsylvania. It's gonna be uh, my roast, my uh, birthday roast. I was gonna be putting on, and it's almost March. I can't believe it's like a year already. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. <laughs> and who knows? I'm ho- like, you know, I got fingers crossed for like this summer, a little leniency, a little more, or whatnot. Uh, you know, I don't have the excuse of being on probation anymore, that I can't see my parents uh, (laughs) in Georgia, so I can't use that excuse anymore. So it's like, (laughs) I I guess I might as well go visit them. Oh, pandemic. I'm kind of stuck. Hey, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Because they were going to come up for that show, but uh, it was like all the restrictions started coming down, and it was like, ah, fuck. Yeah. You know? And I'd like to no, do some do some traveling of my own. I mean. Yeah, man. Maybe head out west since you know, I don't think I've really been out west other than being born in Montana and then maybe visiting Utah once, once or something. Other than that, I've just been up and down the East Coast.
2: Yeah, I've never gone west and um same here pretty much. It's always kind of been like
1: uh like I really want to, you know, hit the other beach. <laughs> Let me check out the specific real quick. Let me check out the specific, you know? i been showing in the Atlantic. Let me check out the specific thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I yeah.
1: mean, to to be able to,
2: you know, that was the big, one of the real big things, like, go see places that you haven't been before. Mm-hmm. And uh, adventure, you know, like, and use the music as a, you know, a way to, a vehicle for that. And it's like, oh, man, like, now it's like, you know, people sometimes are like, oh, where do you want to go on vacation or something? When yeah, it's like, well, you
1: can't well, you can't plan for things like that really right now, I guess. It's crazy. Hey, right, Mex- Mexico's open. They don't give a fuck. So you oh. know, don't give a <laughs> fuck. That's why are <laughs> Dude, I'll try people seeing on vacation. People are going to vacation down in Mexico because everything's open. Yeah, I'll try it out. Why not? Uh, but you did mention static, you know, you, Tom, Jules. We'll eventually get uh all four of you. We'll see how difficult that's that'll be to set up. Oh man, they will probably be really easy. <laughs> it'll
2: probably just be me again. What usually when I have them like on my ass about stuff, I
1: things work out. So it'll probably work out a lot better. <laughs> but I got how long have you all uh, known each other and uh, started playing with each other?
2: Man, yeah, um, I think. I think uh, I just saw, like, the Facebook 10-year uh, thing for, like, we created our account. Like, it's been a little over 10 year, ten years. I guess we're probably going around 11 now or something. We've known each other. 11 or 12. We were, like, uh, I mean, in school together, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, we were in, like, seventh grade. And ever since then, you know, Jules and I played together. Uh, we were both drummers in the band and stuff, and then I was like, you know, started playing, do, doing the guitar thing, and Tommy got on, and uh, it, it's been a, it's kind of crazy, like, I ne- we never think about how long that is as a for a band, because a lot of bands don't really last that long, I guess, but it's no. like, it's more like
1: family, I guess, you know, for us. It's not, it's not so much a a job for you guys which is always which is always good when you like can still enjoy what you're doing and it's not so much about oh I gotta get paid I gotta do this I gotta do that
2: yeah man it's it's a curse uh loving loving to make music yeah <laughs> like it, it uh it's not about the money you know it's a it's about the passion and you know getting together and making a making people feel something out of it is crazy it's the best thing ever it's a lot like being a comedian, you know, like it, that reaction, that human response kind of thing.
1: Yeah. So we get we, we actually feel the silence when it happens to us in the moment. <laughs> yeah. You guys can play the song and all that. And it's like, we will right, we'll just power through this. You know, <laughs> us, like we throw a joke out and it's just crickets. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. What is this is going to be. I got to oh. work myself out of I got a bigger hole to dig myself out of than uh, you guys do. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, the whole,
2: like, if you don't get applause after a song, it's like, okay, well, we'll just start the next one. Then you can- you don't have to worry about it anymore.
0: For, yeah. yeah an the
1: music It's like, all hey, right, wow, that joke didn't hit. What do I got? Hey, knock, knock. Who's in there? <laughs> oh, man.
2: I can only imagine.
1: <laughs>
2: Ooh, I have a joke for you.
1: Okay. <laughs> the bane of every comic. Is the second step? I like, "Oh, you you do comedy? I got a joke for you. I got a joke for you. That happens, you know. Oh my god! It's like, hey, I got a joke. You know what? You can use this. <laughs> hey, hey, I got a joke for you. You can use it. I'm 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 offering it up to you. And I guarantee you, ninety nine percent, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time." we will never use that fucking joke. We'll just...
2: That's like somebody coming up and saying, hey, you should play this song. It's like... Play hey, Tree Bird! Yeah. Like, this song
1: really worked well for you, you know? It's like, well, man... <laughs> I gotta get that video again of uh, the dude playing the saw. Oh, from- man. There's no mercy wanna, on that I'm song. gonna have that. To- I want to have that in uh, the in between, or maybe I'll just put that as a tag at the end. Yes. That, that, <laughs> that the guy at the guy playing the saw and trying to play with you guys. That's somebody coming up to me and saying, hey, I got a joke for you. That's that's yes. the same equivalent. <laughs> and you just look at it and you're just like, I can't believe this is fucking happening right now.
2: Oh, dude! It, yeah, the song guy was another level of like something else, man. He was on side stage, like right there. Just here's the
1: like, besides not adhering to like some social distance, this dude was like in my face. No, I lost you over there. I oh, did. Got me. There you are. I got you. All right, but the the, the weird thing is that. He's like literally in my face talking about having kids and shit like this, having this life discussion with me. <laughs> and you and Sarah are completely fucking oblivious to all this going on or something. You know, you guys are just you guys are just jamming out and all that. And this guy is just talking to me. I'm just like, I just this is usually why I have like Keenan and Tyler with me for my security. I would like descend between right. them, and then it's just like the buffer. People just gotta talk to them, and I can just fucking chill. Yep. But that got weird because he started talking about, like, another dude who, I guess, hooked up with his ex-wife. His kids are living with them, and he's staying with them while he's coming up to visit. It's like the weird, it's like, god damn. Like, I make the joke like- that, like, here at Sullivan County is, like, the second Mason Dixon line, but shit, that just like completely did it. Like when that uh, when that guy at the show was just like standing there at this stage, I tried so hard to a- avoid even just acknowledging him and it just kept him going. But it was like eventually, it's like, all right. Yeah. What do, what do you want? All right, we'll just get into this. I think one line I said is like, were your parents related before they were married or something like that? <laughs> I think. Anybody caught it <laughs> because he Holy was getting man. all rowdy or something. It's always something. Like even with the guy that wanted to fight me with the mask, I admit I kind of caused that a little. In the sense that he was, he uh-huh. got all pithy. He was talking all this shit, and I kept seeing him talking as I'm carrying tables from the upstairs outside, setting up chairs and all that for people. He's still talking. He's right. still giving me this like fucking look. And I just looked at him after I sat at the chairs and I just go like that. And that's when he came charging at me. In uh, Still, though, my favorite uh, line in that whole situation is people are, like holding him back and yelling. I'm just like leaning against the fence, just looking at the stage, apologizing to uh, Callie Strand because she was setting up to perform.
2: Right.
1: And then I hear this lady grab the guy. It's like, no, no, calm down. It's all right. He's a liberal, and I just start I dying laughing. Now. I start dying laughing. I'm like, oh my god, I can't. Take it. I can't take the politics
2: stuff. Right? It's crazy. Like oh, oh, that's so god. ridiculous. No, I can't. Was, Don't uh... worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I just, I just stay so far away from it as as much as I can because it seems like
1: nowadays it's just fight. Everybody just fights about it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But you, you, you and uh, Tom and Jules static, you guys have been together 10, 11 years now. How How's that been? Like the evolution, I guess, and all that. Like I can see just from five years of doing standup, the evolution of me as a performer. How have you seen yourself and as a group, I guess, uh, the evolution?
2: Yeah, man. Um, well, we started as a, a four piece, you know, and we had, a our buddy John who played bass and Tommy played the rhythm guitar. So one big change was that, you know, eventually we ended up going to a three piece and that changed the whole dynamic, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, the songs, Tommy, Tommy can, Tommy and Jules can really click together and, uh, and I'd be, you know, doing whatever I need to or want to on top. And, but, uh, the writing changed after that, I'd say. And I think we're getting better with, um, you know, songwriting. We're trying to come up with more complex parts. And the coolest thing is being able to read each other all the time together. You know, like there's stuff that happens and it's just like, you know, it's going to happen. Uh, or maybe no, you don't know what's going to happen, and it just goes on naturally. Like say, like in an improvisation. You know what I mean? like mm-hmm. which comedy I think relates to. I I relate to comics in in that way a lot with the improv stuff. Like especially if you're working with another
1: person, I guess. Like um. Well, no, I just, like I've seen like from the shows I put on that I've had you guys on. Uh, you can get you can see you guys just having fun up there like just the looks or something yeah, they got his look as you're doing something or whatnot it's like all right hey solo and Tommy me go out yeah man yeah, I'm like, like, I don't know. just be that like little audibles that you guys can just call as like you probably all both you you you're all just like you yeah, know you why now but it's like yeah like i got all right we'll just do this it's like not that serious it's like oh, yeah
2: man and we challenge each other in that way i think um tries to and that's that's so fun. Like, you know, and I feel like every time I get together with those guys, there's some new like crazy trick that, that they have that, you know, like one of them will have and then, like everyone's always getting better and you know, that's the best thing ever, uh the evolution of it because if you stay stagnant, it's kinda like
1: you know, no fun, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. I say you all have to kind of grow together, in a sense, to actually build that. And when you actually have that, and like you said, longevity—like, essentially, guys started in high school. I would say, yeah, I would like, to, yeah, cause you're a young guy. I know that, you know. Uh, so, just going from like, how many fucking high school bands actually stick together? Yeah, uh, longer than, like, two years or something. It's usually just, like, it's like, a thing, but there's no, like... You can see that there's actual passion with you guys in the music and the performing and all that.
2: Yeah, man. Like,
1: it's... You know, like, go like around, like, town or something,
2: or the people you know, it's like, like, are you still doing that with the... Oh, it's still the same people? Oh, like, like yeah, man. You know, it's... It's, it's like, like a, one of those like a high school sweetheart kind of thing. Like, Oh really? You're still mm-hmm. like, yeah. And we're taking over the world. And then that's, yeah, that's the goal. We're not stopping yet. Um, But it, 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 those guys make it easy though. I think, you know, like they're easy to work with. We all care about the music and,
1: you know, we want to create together and that, that really counts. No, no, totally. I said, I, uh, Enjoy having you guys. You guys are always a highlight uh, for the shows when you guys Thank all you. play together. Because most people in the area, they only know you for Sarah Holspan, which is how I met you through our mutual yeah. friend Sarah. Yeah, and man. And all that. And uh, Sarah, Sarah is a good pimp for her male friends. Uh, she pinned me to the place that I was setting up the shows, and then she pinned you to me. As she kept yeah. it on breaking out. No, 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 he's got his own band. He's got his own band too. That's so cool too.
2: I mean, like, when, uh, it means a lot, especially like in the beginning. Like, you know, we played the city and stuff. We played, you know, here and there far and wide as we can. But to, to be at that place, you know, and to come and see for your show, it's something that's really cool, you know, to have artists and to have to be able to travel. That's one thing that I miss really bad now is like the drives to gigs. Whereas it's like, you're
1: nervous and it's like, oh man, here we go. We're on the way to the gig, you know? That change of scenery of just like going to a place you've never been. Crowd, you don't know how they're going to react or anything. And then you just see it. And then it's just like, and I know you guys always got a lot of praise from like the audience for the, the shows and whatnot. That you guys have performed that they would always go up to you guys. Oh, hey, and all that I know the last place. Some of that couple was getting yelled at. By the bartender for keep on like they kept showing up or whatnot fangirling not over you guys and whatnot
2: yeah. <laughs> i mean that that stuff rocks you know sometimes it's a little overwhelming i guess but i mean to, to have somebody say hey i really love what you did like that's the best ever and and a new place it's like oh god you don't know
1: what to expect you know mm-hmm. um that was that that was a fun night uh little backstory so the first show that static and actually let's go back all right i think every time jesse has performed the night ends with us a little glassy-eyed uh we're all a little fucked up towards the end of the night or whatnot <laughs> uh jesse came down formed with sarah and then a the sarah holz band so my first intro to jesse was Sarah getting arrested and oh, Jesse was yeah. out the entire night? I'm like, dude, just calm down. This is just a thing. Don't worry about it. You're going to learn. You're going to learn. Don't worry. Just calm down and whatnot. Finally, I her coming back and then Jesse just passed out and I was having like moving his legs onto the bed. Get a and I was like, yep, eh, he's done. He's knocked out. He's knocked out. He's knocked out. Oh, He'll man. Be good.
2: I uh I think I probably ran in circles. Uh, I was like, what's going on?
1: Oh you no. Were, I think you were pissing off uh because <laughs> you were like, oh man, that's my boss. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> that's my boss. I don't know. I'm like, just calm down. Nope. <laughs> don't
2: worry. Yeah, I can imagine I was probably pretty annoying there. <laughs> I
1: was, it was it was enjoyable. It was uh it was funny. And then uh Second time, that's when I got to meet Tom and Jules. Jules couldn't stay. Tom did I got you guys at the hotel. And Tom, right. Tom Tom stayed relatively sober. Jesse clay's been in, in training. I don't know with who. Roll my eyes on the mat one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that was picture. Did you ever see that picture me with my arm around Tom? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I got a couple. I'm pretty sure. I might actually post some of those at the end of it. I might just get the one of those. Because what happened was we get them to the hotel. And my friend Tyler and me, there's a diner right around the corner. So we stop in there. Oh, yeah. And so we pretty much at the diner tables. Well, not at the tables. It's just, like, I guess, the counter, kind of like a bar right there. And we just sat right there in our food order. And I made a comment. I was like, yeah, it'd be funny if like they actually showed up or something and all of that. I go to the bathroom. I come out. Tyler has no idea because he's got his back. You two motherfuckers are sitting at a t- table right there. And it's like, oh. And I just come and sit down right next to you guys. Hey, what's up, else? How you doing? And all of that. And, <laughs> like, hey. and Jesse begins to order the whole fucking diner because everything just looks delicious at that point. I got so much food, man. So much. Like we all just got like one meal. Jesse got like five. And he's just like, Yeah, man, you want these pancakes? cakes? You want these? You can do it. You know, I usually yeah. don't do that at all, even. It's kind of funny. Like, that's. <laughs> I got so like everything. Like, and I remember, like, I pointed it out to you guys. Like, yeah, man, there's a diner right there. Pretty sure that's 24 7. So, you know, you guys get hungry or something. We can just go do that or whatnot. <laughs> And I, a definitely a, I definitely have a picture of that of uh, the four of us, you, Tony, uh, Tyler, and me, just sitting there in the booth or whatnot. Really, that's awesome! Oh my God, you gotta send that my way. And, uh, I gotta pull it out. I gotta find which one of my <laughs> electronics that I actually have that saved on, but I remember that. Oh man, good times! I gotta
2: say that you've you've done a great job every time, putting on a great party for everybody, and uh, you've always treated us really well.
1: Yeah, that's uh, like the one vein I actually uh, I guess I got from college. <laughs> I know how to put up and get, get together. I know how to do it get together pretty well, pretty well. You know? yeah, I got that master's in uh, alcoholism. It's uh, spelled right. G-W-I. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, pretty masterful at it. So, you know. Whatever it, works. <laughs> it but, never takes. Yeah, but we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we'll continue on and we'll probably discuss, of course, the Sarah Holtz band. And uh, then I have an uh, important question for you as well that I hope you'll uh, be able to answer. Well, we'll be right back.
2: And we're back. Like, you know, for us, like every time we play a song, we play a different and, and when we do something that we like, it, it usually sticks around. And so, like. <laughs> some of the songs that are on the album we're doing we've been playing for like three four years almost you know and like what they are now compared to even what we recorded is like different but over that long period of time it's like you're going through a lot of changes evolutions of the the material but I think you're
1: you're an artist
2: you can't, like, you can't just let everything hang forever, though, because then you won't keep, you, you'll you be stuck on things, I guess, maybe, or something. Like, mm-hmm. you have to kind of set up, all right, that's that's where that's sometimes for some people to get to the next project
1: and all that. Yeah. I get that. But, as I said, you know, besides Static, you do have the Sarah Hall fan. Thank yeah. Named by the Titular... Teacher- uh, artist, Sarah Hulse. Uh, how'd you guys meet?
2: Yeah, we were at a, um, a festival grounds uh, that was near where I live, and that's where I met her and a bunch of friends and stuff, and um, it was just hanging out over a period of time, Then, you know, all the musicians kind of flock together, I guess, in places like that. <clears throat> you end up jamming and making music together and playing along, and And it was, she had the uh, Back Home Festival coming up in West Virginia. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I had asked if I was able to do the gig, and it's funny, man, because...
1: That's the first time I heard about that, because I was there when she got notified that she was going to be doing the Back Home Festival. And that's when she said, get Jesse to do the tour with me. And all that. <clears throat> so that was actually the first time. That's awesome. Yeah. It, so um, uh, so uh, What's his name? Taz.
2: Yeah. Yeah, bro. Taz, Taz, right
1: Taz, younger than you, I think. Guitarist and whatnot. Yeah, is, there was like a festival in Brooklyn that I was talking to her about. It's like, oh yeah, Jesse played with Taz. She's. I know. I know. I know who he is yeah man oh man what an honor that was too but uh like
2: yeah at that time um static was you know doing a bunch you know summertime booking as much as possible but i was also playing with like four other bands you know or three other bands two other bands There, you know a lot of people uh were were gracious uh, you know really nice uh, super gracious um to hire me on and I was just able to play a bunch and then but it's funny because I had never really done anything with acoustic music um and, and getting to you know what an honor it was and kind of weird like I, I don't know how to do any of this stuff kind of you know like the no background in it I'm used to like making crazy noises with a, a oh, yeah, yeah.
1: there's a big difference between the Sarah Holmes Band and Sack in the Attic even some of the comics and all of that during the show when you when it was you and Sarah, you're like, "Yo, that fucking kid's fucking shredding that guitar right, that a guitar right now." It's like, "Yeah, yeah. You're gonna see him when he plays electric too." Like, um,
2: what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! And how exciting! Like, like I was just like, whatever I can do to learn more like let's do it and that was an opportunity you know and and with great people and her songs are amazing you know is really inspired by her music and uh yeah like but it's crazy from that point to now and I feel like uh, I've learned so much so, uh, you know thanks to her and uh the you know the people that I've met like through her you know it's crazy um I actually have acoustic guitars. I like to play now and stuff, like and like write on them and want to do solo sets instead of like, oh, I wish I had my wah wah pedal, you know, or like I wish I had my crazy noise machines, you know.
1: It's a new challenge and whatnot. And uh, trust me, I've I've seen Sarah tear into other people that try and play with her. So the fact that she has you on there, you know, big honor there i I'm, it's an honor to be able to, you know, back someone up
2: that can make songs and, and, and hit people like the way she does. It, it's a big deal.
1: How many, uh, floors has she stomped through, uh, yet in, in the course of your guys' performances?
2: Oh man, I don't know how many floors we've stomped through, but there are other things like,
1: like, uh, just structural, structural failure, um, <laughs> Yeah, or maybe. no, no, no. I, I I will have Sarah eventually on here. Sarah's move is usually stomping her feet while she's playing and whatnot. And she's the she's the. The first time, like the first show back in June, I it was like me actually looking at the outside stage, and there's an indent, and we had the speakers in the back like the whole setup there and it's set on a table but i can see the table wobbling i'm just like watching i'm like i'm waiting for her to just shake this <laughs> shit off just watch it fall oh man which hey that's just the passion for it so you gotta love it. Mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy i mean I, I there are things that i would never
2: do like make faces like the faces guitar face is crazy I'm like, you know, there's something that happens if you really
1: got it clicked in that it just mm-hmm. takes you over. You just go with it. But I did say I have an important question. Oh gosh. Acoustic, electric. What's the explain to me these differences and all that, I guess in your own performance, like how you how you go out go about performing in that way. Because like For me, I've always had a thing for like bands that could do acoustic sets and all that. Like one of my favorite bands is this band, uh, Enter Shikari. They've got EDM. They're like, uh, I guess, a new wave metal kind of band in Europe and whatnot. But they did a whole show in, I forget, someplace in England, some uh, theater that was closing down or whatnot. So they just had like a personal show and all that and all you know the drummer he's just he's just got a box and shit that he's just playing on and all that uh the singer he who usually does some like uh dj stuff he had like a trumpet sometimes to pull out and like do certain things and all that and it's like one of my favorite things like i love when bands can like transfer from electric to acoustic that's when i gain yeah. i guess the respect which is why i like to respect you as an artist as going from Electric and going into acoustic and all of that because there is a big difference I think in both performance style and uh, what you put out there and all that. So I'm just wondering, from your point of view, the actual musician, what 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 do you see as the big difference or maybe similarities with the two? Right on, yeah, man.
2: Um, it's uh, man, that's a great question too. Like, especially for me because it's pretty recent that I like realized you know the differences for myself um like with the electric stuff i mean they're like you said like technique is different for each um the way that i play the electric guitar um is definitely different than the way that i play the acoustic guitar now like um and like as far as the electric stuff goes like you have effects things that make it go you know like make crazy noises and everything and like um i think acoustic guitar has helped me like just focus on you know you are the thing you are the instrument too like it has to be in your hands like um the technique the sound it 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 relies more on you like like you can't say oh i'll hit my pedal board and uh, it'll make it sound good, you know. Um, learning a lot of like these old tiny um, bluegrass and, and like fiddle tunes and stuff like that, like the traditional music. It's like, wow, you know, people have been doing this stuff for a long time. And I don't know, it's, either one is easier or harder than the other, I, I think. To me, they're both hard. Like, but uh, kind of like developing your own character—that's been a big thing for me. Like, I want to have my own character as a, an acoustic musician, you know. And uh, I don't know—I don't think you can really choose how that happens, but like, you know, you're gonna set—you're gonna have your mark no matter what, probably. But I—I've uh, learned so much, like. <laughs> And maybe one cool thing is that they kind of affect each other. They definitely do. Um, like, I play licks that I would do on the, you know, in a fast blues rock and roll song, sometimes, like almost by accident, over the top, like something that acoustic, like you wouldn't expect that so much maybe. And then vice versa, like sometimes I'll be in with the static in the attic and end up pulling out of like a bluegrass lick or something. And it's like, what, you know, like <laughs> um, I've been doing, trying to do some more solo stuff too. And so like, like solo acoustic shows, it's like, and what are the difference? Like being, you have to be able to hold down the rhythm and the and sing and do all that stuff. Where, like, I'm used to kind of having a band behind me where I could stop playing and it'll sound good
1: still. You know what I mean? Like, but you're not carrying the whole thing. You got, you got backup and whatnot.
2: Right. And so it's like, I think being a musician, though, like, it's important to, or any artist, really. It's important to be, like, accepting of all, like, learn as much as you can.
1: Because
2: um, the more you know, the more superpowers you have. Hell like more tricks up the sleeve, right? More jokes in your fucking book.
1: Oh yeah. Is it like it is weird, like I mean I grew up with uh classically with my mom who taught piano. So wow. there's always this thing. Piano is still my favorite instrument. But there's always a thing with like acoustic music and stuff that I always like caught I me mean, or classical i guess with like strings and all that and you know, there's always that evolution over time as a musician like it's funny like sarah and me will joke about it because our first conversation i think was about the band smash mouth when we were in like sixth grade and whatnot that that right. that, was, that was our main thing right there smash mouth so there's like you see the evolution of everything as you get older your tastes change you begin to appreciate stuff that maybe you didn't like when you're younger you're like oh no you know uh, everyone went through their pot phase backstreet boys is the best. i'm just gonna put that out there that's right that's for bus to move mm-hmm. you know yeah, it's like the tongue man it's like taste for food Mm-hmm. oh yeah i like would never have eaten sushi before now i'm like yeah i totally rock that i rock i want rock some sushi and whatnot i love sushi Pennsylvania's getting kind of crazy, I guess, like, you know, closing, closing it down. And I, I don't know. It's a wild world. Yeah. I mean, I never know what's going to happen. And like, well, what's what the solution really is and all of that. Like they have the thing of like, just shut the country down for like two weeks and whatnot, everything and all that. And it's like weird for me just because of, my fucking job you know working in grocery and shit uh you know nothing changed for me other than like oh i can't go to the fucking city and perform yeah you're still right there in front of it
2: all yeah it's crazy man um i understand too like man you know what you do you get an acoustic guitar that's why acoustic music is great
1: You you could you don't need to plug it in you know, you could go wherever. wherever. Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, my my acoustic guitar. It is this right here. Uh, podcasting. This is this is my. This is the, This is all I got. This is my interaction with people and whatnot.
2: I might be trying to steal a, a card out of your deck, there, man. Uh, trying to get the online streaming thing, like you know, recording music and and putting videos out there because. That's just, that.
1: That is look. We have streaming networks. Everything's being streamed and all that. But the thing that's always been there that never goes away is fucking YouTube. and shit that is just like you post. It, like a guy, like Joe, uh, just cause he started posting these early things. I started pushing him to start doing those, as, mainly so I could use them for my breaks and all that in the show and all that. Is like because he did the uh, intro for uh, the podcast and all that. Right which you'll on. see when you actually when I actually posted the video and all that. He did the intro music, so uh, I was like, all right, so let's try and promote you a little more. This is my, as like payment, essentially, for doing the intro for me. It's like, all right, we'll promote your brand and all that. And he has this whole phrase early. So it's like, yo, just start making, early. I've been bugging him for a while. I was like, just start making early videos and posting them on your thing. So he sent me some videos and now I see that he like, Today, he started posting some of them on his Instagram. So, like, yeah, right just, that just start creating a meme and like a hashtag and all that because, you know, performance is limited. So, you need some way to connect with your audience and all that. And I know, like, I see plenty of musicians and all that. They'll do reaction videos to people reacting to their music videos and stuff like that, which blow up, which blow up and all that. And it makes, other content creators was so it's like, oh, if he's gonna review that then I should do that. Yeah. that. You gotta build if anything is like woken people up, you gotta build like an, an online base and all of that. You gotta you gotta have some you gotta have some foot into the online world. Really, if I'm that's probably one of the biggest things that you know, people learn through this whole pandemic and all that, it's like you gotta learn how to pivot. You gotta learn how to pivot or you can Suck,
2: yeah, Yeah, man, it's it's wild. I mean, like, then to think, like, there are people that were doing this shit like way before any Mm -hmm. pandemic, and they're like, I told you, I knew it, you know, like, like, but at the same time, it's like, ah, it's not the same. But Mm -hmm. the importance is like human interaction, like, we need each other, you know, every, every artist needs somebody to even if it's just hate, like even if it's somebody to hate their art, you need somebody to hate their art, you know, like otherwise it's just like going in the bathroom or something.
1: <laughs> no, it's uh, it's true. You just, uh, I think what's the thing with the online is learning how to use it to connect to the fans and all that. You know, uh, a lot of people you know, expect, Let's face it. Miss comics and start doing a podcast. Make the things thing is the Joe Rogan thing, and I right. think a lot of people when I talked about doing a the podcast, they brought up, "Oh yeah, you're gonna be like Joe Rogan." I was like, "That's years. That's years. You have to go back to like early 2000s when he first started doing it. It was just him, his Fred Redband sitting on the couch, yeah. reading tweets when Twitter was like first coming out or something, and just just hanging out and talking, and yeah. That's how it started off, and it blew up from there. But that gave your fans and people who maybe didn't know you an opportunity to actually see you naturally and all that. Because for a lot of people, they love you as a performer and all that, but they still don't know you. They still don't know Jesse, you know? And just give them a little thing, and they have that personal connection. They're more invested in what you're actually doing.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, being a a real person, like being able to see somebody like without a mask on or something not <laughs> not a mask, but um, you know what I mean. That's that's yeah, kind no, of funny.
1: Figuratively, figuratively. we're not talking literally. <laughs> the figurative mask that's like, oh, Jesse, the sick guitarist over there is like, oh, I can't even approach him, and then it's like, oh, yeah, no, this dude's fucking quirky as me, so I, I get to talk to him. Yeah. You know, well, dude, like, I'm such that relatability. like
2: yeah man like everybody's a person you know um, but yeah I don't know like that that is something that's really beneficial I think of this whole like online thing and being able to see people in their true light you can still fake it like you could fake it easier than ever I guess like
1: TV but like no, man look at like late night late at night TV. When they don't have the audience with that laugh track or anything, it's just them essentially doing what podcasts have been doing for years, and they do yeah. not know what to do because they still have those yeah. pauses because it's been trained in them to just do the pauses for the audience reaction and all that. Yeah. The other guys are just like, "Oh, now you're in my world. Welcome. Now you don't have all these bells and whistles to hide behind."
2: It- it's cool to be more real, you know, like,
1: and so that's that's a good thing that people are appreciating that. I guess. Yeah, I mean, the only difficulty I I see is just, you know, you have to be consistent with it. You have to consistently put something out there to get people in it. like I'm recording this ahead of time I don't know, probably be like a week or two before I actually put it out and my thing has just been trying to stockpile so that I can have a consistent release of these episodes and all that, just to build up. I'm not looking for a big change to like episode ten. My episode ten will be my uh, my meeting with my parents, I guess, uh, talking on Zoom and all that, and letting them actually ask and the questions they've always wondered or whatnot. That you know, you guys got free reign. Anything that you've had questions about, you know. Well, my favorite thing is, like, you've been at the shows where my parents have been there. Every show that my parents have been to, at the end, somebody who's, like, known them or knows me, they always just, like, I can't believe you said that in front of your parents. I'm like, I'm 32 years old. Yep. At this point, I'm me talking about fucking having sex and doing drugs, I'm pretty sure that my parents know. Pretty sure. you yeah, know yeah. They sure don't know about the drugs and the alcohol and all that. Sex, sex is still the thing. We just like kind of leave in the background. But whenever my yeah. mom and dad see me talking to a girl or hanging out with a girl or something, they're like, "Who's that?" or something. Or they'll take a fucking picture or some shit. And just like, oh god, why? Why do you have this? And they'll send it to me or a video. It's like, oh, yeah, there's definitely a video of Sarah and me dancing that I'm just like, please just delete that. Just stop suddenly. <laughs> <my stuff." laughs> why <What? laughs> why'd you said this? I'm getting like family
2: things right now, like, oh, so why don't why don't I get a picture? Why don't it's like, oh my gosh, you know, do you really it it doesn't have to be this easy all the time, you know, the
1: technology doesn't have to take over. <laughs> but yeah, I'll get right on that. I'll get right on that.
2: Yeah, you got it, grandma. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh yeah man. it's terrible i mean my parents text me all the time but like my whole sleep pattern's fucked anyway because i work night it's so it's yeah. like time to will see it when i'm like about to lay it down or something I'm, like oh, i was fine and i just forget about it or something like i'm horrible with it. oh man it's weird
2: like feeling like a bum it's like i used to have a good reason and it's like i didn't break cat of the late night
1: uh uh like the sleep schedule thing yet so it's like oh god oh that's like a weird thing like around 10 o'clock like i i'll be crashing throughout and then around 10 o'clock it's like it's like a shot of an expressor just goes through my body it's like oh this is when you're up this is when you're supposed to be up all right we're up now we're ready for work i'm so used to that too like just it's weird how that happens you know it's like a wake up my body's more used to to a nightlife than it is during the day or something. It's like, oh, sunlight. This is just like sometimes I'll go out during the day, i be like, oh fuck, that's the sun. And shit. Turn right and turn around. How do you turn that thing off? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is this is what the world's like during the day. All right. I'm just used to like walking to work Straight. at like ten o'clock at night or like around eleven or something and just going down there and it's just like, all right, then I get home, stay up as long as I can. Yep. Then I crash.
2: Nighttime's awesome.
1: You can't deny it. Oh, yeah. It's like one of the big things I missed from doing city shows is always setting up stuff. Like this last one, they still had the restrictions, but they still allowed indoor things. All right. And we lucked out after the, the rage room we went to uh, after the show, because every show I do in the city, I always set up like an activity after for people. That's cool. like a lot of comments they shit on like what they call bringer shows or something where you're supposed to bring like two or three people with you to like get time yeah. or something i personally love it it's just like an excuse for me to get my friends out and then it's like yeah we'll just do something like it's amazing like a lot of them like yeah you know so it's helping to get people out it's like well do you set up something to do afterwards you're in the city you're not <laughs> you know yeah, I'm a New Yorker, but I'm upstate, which is like foreign country to a lot of them. Uh, so it's like, yeah, no, 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 we'll, we'll set up something. I I believe Tyler calls it Tom tours. So I always find something around the city or something. Like one time I found out like an underground party or something that was like a bar, but they had like a basement. It was like a stone dance floor and all this shit. And what was funny is like I just left New York Comedy Club doing a show. We go there, and the comic that headlined the New York Comedy Show, he was down there doing comedy in the basement because they had like an underground comedy show. But it's like you you find you can find these little gems and things. Hey man, oh man, I
2: loved playing in in New York City. Uh, we did Harlem and where else was it? Like uh, Delancey Street and stuff. But yeah, man, gigs to be had. There were.
1: Yeah, well, I can't wait. I just want things to open so I can start doing shit. It'll happen.
2: You know, as long as that everybody keeps it going.
1: I'm like, I, I'm excited. I just want to do some more recording for this Olivia's Racist thing. I want like different shots, uh, different places of me doing certain jokes and whatnot. Uh, well, you know, I think I've kept you here yeah, pretty long enough. But Jesse, do you awesome. have anything uh, you want to plug? Any, uh, you know, anything to follow? You know, Sarah, Holtzman, and uh, Static in the Attic, where you, people can find all of that.
2: Sure. Yeah. Um. So I would say check out Static in the Attic on Facebook.com. Our album is um to be released very shortly. Um, we're waiting on artwork, and that'll be done. That'll be done soon and then um yes that's static in the attic. just static in the attic at facebook.com no, no, and no I, mean, I think we're for the album oh we do it's called shake your monkey maker <laughs> yep all right yeah. ridiculous i know don't wait until you see the album cover dude um but <laughs> but um and also i would say check out sarah holst's um band page um I think she's under Sarah Holt's band.
1: Yep, Sarah Holtz's band. Uh,
2: yep, um, and she's got a lot of great music and her album is out. Um, great stuff to listen to and let's see what else. Uh, shout out to Hab for Franks. How about that? Um, uh, over in uh, Parksville. Yeah. Uh, love those guys and can't wait to play. And that's where I met you. And boom, Shaulaka.
1: I think that's a great way to end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Tommy Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tommy Tom eighty eight on Twitter, as you can probably see on my name. And you can also find me on Instagram at Tommy Tom P eighty eight on Instagram. Uh, Jesse, it's been great. We'll probably do uh, another one, of course. Get the whole. i love you. You. As we do. And uh.
2: Yeah, man. The they'll be more entertaining than i am too <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> i right, dude, thank you so much it's another an pleasure
1: much thanks yeah of course dude
0: i'm dr jekyll and mr high flip personality you know it's i you never see my kind never seen a sliver or a slice i'm the butcher choice That's no i'm nice you got beef i got waggle with a knife now I'm going to be wrapping up bodies up at night. Like Ray Charles, y'all yeah, know I'm out of sight. Now I'm going to be slaying this because you know I love the life. Yo, you got to read between the lines. I'm only going to be moving when I'm read right through all the signs. Johnny Mnemonic, I got an upgraded in mind. This is for the rebels and the revolutionary minds. Tabernetic linguistics, you know I'm on my mind. Prototype the new dimension, man, that shit is mine. Future is creation and creation is sublime. Make your own legend, only happens with time.